sweet welcome back to the Passion Break podcast. It is Jess and today I'm having a wonderful chat with Roseanne. Roseanne has been such an inspiration for me throughout her podcast called Chakraway and today we're chatting all about chakric system and everything that our intuition brought to the conversation. Roseanne is the founder of Chakraway and has been teaching more than 20 years yoga. She also teaches about the chakra system and gives chakra readings. Her podcast, Chakraway, has incredible meditations as well as chakra chats. Roseanne's true passion is teaching the chakra system and this conversation has also really great nuggets for you to get more tuned into your chakra system and have a better connection with your body. So let's dive into this beautiful conversation. I hope you enjoy. So welcome Roseanne to the Passion Break podcast. I wanted to just first ask, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm good, Jess. Thank you so much for having me. It's really lovely. Um, I've, I've listened to your podcast and, and I think it's fantastic. So I'm very, very happy to be here and very happy to meet you. Indeed. Thank you so much. And we already chatted a little bit uh, before, but I just wanted to say also for all the listeners that I've been listening, Roseanne's Chakraway podcast for more than a year and I was just like going back to the moment when I started listening to it and I remember feeling like that I was having this kind of moment in my life when I was feeling a bit more anxious I was in a relationship that wasn't really serving neither of us and to just wake up and feel that anxiety in your chest is not the best thing so I started to do that every morning I went to Spotify and went to the Chakra Way podcast and listened to an episode there. And I just remember feeling this ultimate calmness in my body and being like, wow, like this woman is magic. <laughs> oh, 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 that's so good to hear, Jess. That's so lovely. Thank you. I mean, that's the whole point of doing the podcast is to just give that exact what exactly what you've just described to give that to people because it is a hectic world out there and any moments of peace that we can find are just super valuable yeah meditation yeah. is so important if we can add that into our lives and I started off trying to make the podcast meditations literally just 10 minutes because everybody mm. in 10 minutes um and I have to confess they've kind of uh, elongated themselves towards 15 minutes at the moment but it's still valuable so yeah I'm very pleased yes. proud of my podcast so thank you yeah and how long I actually very interested how long you've been doing it and where did the journey start like you also do the chakra weight chats which I guess it's like with people who are exactly in this like wellness business and stuff um but yeah if you could tell us like where did it start <laughs> um, I'm god I'm trying to think um because my brain is somewhat mushy in terms of remembering dates and so on but I I launched the chakra way in the end of 2020 so that was my kind of lockdown project. I used to do catering. So I used to do catering for weddings and dinner parties. And of course, all that mm. fell off a cliff during the pandemic. So I thought, well, I'm going to go into my, my true passion, which has always been yoga, um, and do what I had always wanted to do, which is, you know, start to teach the chakras. The chakra system is something that I've always been really interested in. So I started developing the course the chakra way course and um started selling that at the end of at the end of 2020 and then at the beginning sort of springtime 21 
um, I think around April 21 was when I started doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was really as just as a way to connect with my audience, you know, connect with the people who are genuinely interested in, um, you know, the chakras and um, healing, self-discovery, you know, all of that kind of thing. Um, and it worked beautifully. You know, I've, I've found so many wonderful clients through the podcast. Um, mm. So that was its main aim. But now it's kind of almost got a life of its own. And it's something that I find is really, um, you know, it's part of my kind of, it's just part of my offering, but it's free. And I love to, I love putting it out there for free. And I know that the chakra chats have now got adverts on them, but honestly, like in the last six months, I've made about hundred quid. So I'm not sure it's worth it. Um, but um, I started doing the chakra chats because I wanted to go deeper into, I, I have a friend who was a choir mistress, I suppose you call it, she led a choir and she was very big on the healing power of using the voice. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, this is the kind of stuff I really want to get out there. So she agreed to do an interview. And then I thought, oh, well, I'll find somebody who I think will relate to each chakra, who can talk to each chakra, you know, within their lives, who I think kind of embodies that. So, um, you know, I found um, I had a coach who was very kind of, uh, you know, she was very passionate and very solar powered, you know, she's a solar plexus driven. And so I interviewed her about that anyway. And then it just went from there. And now, my God, I find so much joy and so much um, uh, just information and inspiration from talking to people that I meet. You know, I spoke to a lady, lady yesterday who's um, all about magic and tarot and crystals. And then I speak to authors who've written amazing books and people mm. who've been through the most extraordinary ordeals and learnings. And yeah. I find that really inspiring. Uh, I absolutely love it. No, it's my absolute favorite thing that I do. And I would just do that if not, and nothing else if I could. I'll carry on teaching yoga because I love that as well. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, that is just so heartwarming to hear. I think always when I talk with someone who works with their passion, it's like so amazing. I always just like get that like warm feeling in my body. It's like, yeah, you did it. Like, you know, (laughs) because I mean, it's not easy, right? Like, it's not easy to to go and follow your heart and especially trust that it will work because I feel like most of these ideas that are like that feels passionate to us most of them doesn't straight away bring a stream of income right and we need the income to survive and Mm -hmm. I think that's something that I've been struggling a lot is being okay I want to do like x y and z but how do I earn from that? Because mm-hmm. it requires time. Like podcasting also, it takes time. And if you don't get any income from it, it becomes kind of your hobby, but mm. you would like it to be your main thing where you put your main energy. Um, so I'm super glad to hear that you've like made that transition to be able to do it. If I understood wrong, do you do it full time or do. you do yeah. it full time? Yeah. You know, um, yoga teaching mm. is my kind of little basic income, but that's, you know, obviously just, well, it's online as well. Um, but it's really only local. I don't have any kind of students far and wide, although I did during the pandemic, actually. Um, that 
I had a lot of students find me during that time because nobody had anything else to do. Um, but yes, the, the, the chakra way and the, the chakra readings is again, is that is something that I just discovered that I could do. And that's, mm. that's my main sort of other source, if you like. And then the course just comes around every so often. I'm actually in the middle of doing a big old reboot, but I shan't bore you with all of that. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was curious to know, did you feel like you had some certain like intuitive powers or you were very intuitive as a kid? Like if you work with chakras, I guess like you have to be intuitive to do that because it's energetic work. Mm. So I was curious to know if there was some certain connection that you already saw in your teenage years or childhood that could connect back to what you're doing now. Do you know what? I, it's a, that's a really interesting question because I have never asked myself that question, in fact. Mm. So I'm going to have to have a little think. I mean, if I look back at my childhood, it's a strange thing because like my little childhood, I really can't remember a huge amount of it. There's not a lot there. Right. Um, and, I, and I was the classic, you know, youngest child, just in everybody's slipstream, just went with the vibe, went with the flow, did whatever was required of me, you know. Um, and so I think it's only really in the last sort of decade or so that I've really been going deeper into my kind of spiritual journey, into my self-developmental journey, you know, because I, I was you know, 26 when I got married. I was, you know, I had two kids by the time I was 30. Mm-hmm. And, and then, the, you know, and then the next 10 years, it's just like looking after kids and home, you know. And so it's only really in the last decade or so that I have started to explore that. And um, it wasn't that I ever thought that I was intuitive, but I never thought that I wasn't. Mm. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. But the, the, how I came to do chakra readings was I, I, I met this woman who was, do, who was a coach and she was a brilliant business coach. Um, but she also had a chakra course. That's why I went to her because mm. I thought, oh, she knows, knows what I'm doing. And she said, oh, you know, part of the course, part of the thing is I'll do you a chakra reading. And so she did a chakra reading for me. And I thought, God, that's really basic and really, that looks really, that looks easy. I think I can do that. <laughs> and so I took a pendulum and I've always known that I could work with a pendulum, mm. uh, but I had never really done anything more than, you know, does so-and-so like me or do you know what I mean as a child, <laughs> as a teenager, you know, yeah. all the sort of silly things that you ask, you know, when am I going to get married? All this sort of dumb stuff like that. Um, and, but when I, and then I started using all my, my students as guinea pigs, you know, can I do a chat reading? And, to begin with, I was just like, is it open? Is it closed? You know, the, each individual chakra. And then I realized that this, is, this isn't enough. You know, we can go into so much more detail. We can find out which aspect within each chakra, you know, let's say there are like 20 different aspects within each mm. chakra, which ones are the, you know, the, are the ones that are out of balance. And if they're out of balance, are they overactive? Are they underactive? You know, what's influencing what? Oh, it can really get detailed. So, the more I do of those, the more I feel. And it's really funny. I went to stay with my parents, who are fairly ancient, um, mm. the other day. And my mum's been having knee trouble. And 
um, the doctors are saying she's absolutely fine. So I said, mm. I shall bring my pendulum and we shall find out what's going on energetically. And she's like, oh, darling, this is very weird. Um, <laughs> and so I did a reading for her and we, we did get to the bottom really of what was causing this sort of issue with the knee. Mm. And I'm always really interested in that, just to go off on a little tangent, to, um, you know, what emotional stuff comes up physically in the body. And, yeah. you know, whether in, in the knees and the ankles, it's always your kind of your life path and what your heart wants is slightly divergent. Mm. There's a sort of, there's a talk, there's a twist there that's not sitting well with the joints where you're going and where you want to be going. Um, anyway, I digress. So my dad picks up my, you know, he says, well, does it work for anyone? So I said, I don't know. I've never given my pendulum to anybody. So I go, yeah. and he held it like this and it was just not going to move it was just not going to move for him at all mm. um and then I pick it up and I go <laughs> I go are you grumpy that I gave you to my dad and I went yes I am. <laughs> so I I do I've I do feel that I do have a very empathetic intuitive um way about me but I'm mm. by no means channeling guides or light language or you know anything like that that, that mm. some people do um, yeah. I like to kind of feel like I have a foot on both sides of the sort of groundedness and the very kind of esoteric out there um, and that's where I enjoy inhabiting yeah and um, I think that that's actually the last point you so said so important um, because I have also a yoga teacher background and I used to teach for, for one year and then I really realized like it's not really my thing. I'm more interested about everything yoga can like teach you, but I don't have the passion to teach it, so say for others in that format. Mm. But to go into that yoga circle and to see the people and I was going to my yoga teacher training in Thailand um, to just like... I don't know, when I merged into that world, I realized that this world isn't actually purely holy, if you catch what I mean, like that there are so many different people with so many different backgrounds, with so many different intentions. Mm -hmm. And I had kind of thought that all of these people are just like the most kindest, the warmest, the nicest people on earth but actually turned out that they were the most traumatic the most like searching for themselves kind of a, a on route which is cool but then I just realized I don't want this too much like I want to bring the spirituality into my world and I want to use my intuitive powers and and my interest and passion towards the spirituality but I also want to keep my uh, foot on the ground and not just like all the time be up in my head and especially kind of being that question of like what does the universe want from me or what does the universe try to tell me because that's just another way of putting the control out of you mm. um so I came yeah. into the realization of like like in everything I just need balance of like I can spread my tarot cards but after that, I will go and just chat with my friends or just cook a meal like normally would do yeah. or that I can use the pendulum to ask questions. But I will also talk to, I don't know, my therapist and ask 
what should I do with this in this situation? So mm. to just have that balance, I think is so important when you step into spirituality. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And and there is a lot of very wild woo-woo stuff out there, which, you know, bring on the woo-woo. I, I love it. Uh, I know I'm all about <laughs> it. I'll listen to it all. But there is a part of me that still does stay fairly sceptical about mm. certain things. And, and I do observe this in a lot of people, especially, you know, quite often it's interesting when you see, do a reading with somebody and they are like very into their spirituality and their what have you, that all their energy is up here, yes. up in the, in the throat, third eye and crown, and especially crown is like, whoa. And it's a gorgeous place to live, you know, head in the clouds mm-hmm. literally is like, it's happy days, but the, you have to be grounded. You have to get this foundation sorted you know I always say when I'm when I'm teaching the chakras that we have to get your roots sorted we have to because you would not start building a building which was seven stories high plus a basement you wouldn't start building it on the fifth floor you have to put in your foundations you have to really um, know and understand your energetic body at the base in this earthly realm because however much you think and you believe and it may you know that you are a spirit has just come Mm -hmm. to inhabit a life and experience a lifetime on earth in a humanly body human body you do have to look after this human body that is part of the experience for Mm -hmm. that spirit is to live in oh sorry (laughs) the experience is to live in this physical realm and being grounded is so so important to that yeah and also you know if you've not got your your sacral energy if you've not got your creativity and your passions and your joy and um you know that inner power that empowerment at the at the manipura then you know everything else up here is just like it's just like steam it just you know melts away it's not got any substance it needs to feel grounded so yeah with you 100 percent on that jess yeah mm. and that's again a really great point uh I think in my personal journey, I really understood that I kind of tried to straight away go to like how to express myself, how to love better, like all of those like up in their chakras. But then I started to realize more and more like I can work on these things as much as I want. But before I create the foundation and before I go back into the root and the sacral chakra to really check in and understand what energy is stuck and what is not moving, I can't really like create this balanced chakra system if that's the right word to use. It's as good as any. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. You know, it is it is so important and it's and it's interesting because recently I've been really feeling drawn to doing, you know, I mean if you look through my podcast you'll see that there're probably I don't know, probably about four or five grounding uh, meditations on there now. Mm. Because I feel like is the most important thing to do. Yeah. And I feel like at the moment, there's something in a sort of, there's a, feels like there's a bit of a shift in the kind of general energy of the world. I mean, it's, but the, but, but that makes grounding even more important than, than ever. Um, and I don't know what this transition is all about, but it feels mm-hmm. like, you know, on the one hand, it's really lovely because I feel like there are a lot more people get in tu- getting in touch with that more, 
I don't know what for a better word, pagan, <laughs> you know, that's sort of yeah. exploring the sort of unknown or exploring their energies and understanding that that is actually really important that, you know, people who are working in, you know, accountancy firms and, you know, they still get up and they do a meditation in the morning. They understand how important it is that self-care thing. So there is a movement towards understanding this more holistic approach to life, you know, integrating mind, body and spirit, not just giving away our bodies to the men in white coats who have got a pot of pills and, um, you know, feeling that we are, we can be and we are responsible for our own mm. physical and mental health and spiritual health. Um, so there's a big shift towards that, but I feel like there's something else as well that's going on that I, I don't understand. I know that there are a lot of people out there that feel like there's a big energetic shift at the moment. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could go down that. That's a rabbit hole. That's a rabbit hole. We could disappear down for quite some time. <laughs> it is, but I think I feel it too. I think it's been already going for some time and it's very beautiful to see that people that you never thought that would be spiritual or would uh, even think about like mind body connection I think during COVID times it like lift up a lot of people at least on my close circles like oh you think that way like oh like there was just like these surprises and I think it's beautiful that we can see this um, that has been true all along and what in a history people have known that we are not just this like physical body like there is so much more depth in that and I think that these going to therapy doing yoga doing meditation going to chakra reading is becoming more and more like normal or if like if you go and do it it's not like oh really did you go it was like oh how was it or yeah do you have a person to recommend or something like that and yeah I haven't actually done a chakra reading. Now I'm just thinking about it. Was it a chakra reading? It was a person who works with crystals and she okay. had like a board where she went through my chakras in like a pendulum and put crystals on the board. And I was like super skeptical. I was like, okay, I'm just going to see. I just want to test it out. And um, actually where while we were doing it, I was in like so deep meditation and I started to like see different colors and there was like few visualizations of different people coming in. And the next night I slept like a baby. Like I've not slept that well for like many, many nights. Wow. And the day after I was like, okay, she was like in US and I was in Europe and we were doing this online. And these were the things that I felt. And that's like something I was like, I really want to learn more about chakras and, yeah. and the energetic system in us for sure. <laughs> yeah. Now, for me, it's it's been really interesting, actually, because, you know, I've now done, I don't know, nearly 50 chakra chats interviews. Mm. And I've talked to people in, in all kind of different modalities of healing and self-discovery and what have you. And the one thing that I always manage to find as a common ground is that the chakras underpin everything mm. because they are just within everybody. You know, everybody has these, these, these aspects in, the life, in their life. And when you understand what those aspects are and where they are held and what they relate to physically, emotionally, um, spiritually, then you've got this incredible map 
uh, over which you can take any other form of of healing. You know, even you could take Qigong or um, you know the Chinese system even overlaps because yeah. it's this incredible system that is as ancient as anything is it yoga is so ancient you know nobody really knows even how how long it's been going on but what is interesting is that the physical practice of yoga that asana you know doing triangle pose mm. and down facing dog and all of that kind of thing that's really only a couple of hundred years old mm. real yoga is the philosophy of understanding that connection of mind body spirit right. and the physical practice of asana is done so that you can meditate and mm. find that peace and and understand and make that connection with the body but it's it's just a thing that underlies everything and once you've got that knowledge that underlies everything else in your life you know you can then recognize it you know you can go into um, a situation and go i'm feeling really tongue tied i've got a massive knot in my neck okay so this is this is a big throat blockage chakra, you know, this is my Vashuddha playing up, it's what is it that I'm finding resistance to here? Mm. You know, I've got X, Y, and Z little tricks up my sleeve that I can do to try and release that, even mm. if it's just to go out onto the balcony and scream into the void or into a cushion or, a, you know, or go and sit in your car and sing for, at the top of your lungs for a moment or, you know, or tapping or, um, you know, just breathing. Breathwork yeah. is one of the most powerful things, but it's having that awareness in your life. So it's, first of all, recognizing it, mm -hmm. having the awareness of knowing what that means, and then having the tools to go, okay, I can manage this. And then life becomes kind of, um, I don't know, it sort of it's, becomes really interesting because not only do you, do this, you know, can you apply this, all this wonderful knowledge to yourself, but you can see other people going through this stuff and go, oh my God, your solar plexus chakra is like so underpowered. You've got no fire in your belly. You know, you've, you've got no empowerment. Let's do some things to, you know, try this, try that to, yeah. you know, be conscious of it. Um, you know, you see it, you recognize the imbalances in other people. And that's when it also, you know, becomes super useful in life because it turns you into a really good friend, apart from anything else, because you can really empathize and, yeah, True. help people. And that, like, brought into my question, like, what would you say throughout your client work? Is there a one chakra that seems to be very stuck for, for many people? Hmm. Um, it's interesting, you know, I've got in front of me on my charts, uh, I, mm. and I've, I've got all my chakra readings and a big pile of, and I'm like, one of these days, I'm going to compile it and find out. And I did do that. But off the top of my head, I would say that one of the main um, imbalances that I find is within the heart chakra is people's ability to love themselves. Mm. I always say when I'm taking a chakra reading, obviously, in the heart chakra, there is love. But love is a two-sided coin, your ability to give love and your ability to receive love. Mm -hmm. And more often than not, we have a yes, I can give love all day long. And am I good at receiving it? Not so much. And then care, self-care, self-love, self-appreciation, self-reflection, self-acceptance. Those are the things that people very commonly struggle with. Mm -hmm. um, The other one that I find is often quite 
comes up quite often. And this is no surprise because I think when people come to something like a chakra reading, they're they're looking for answers. Mm. So it's never really a surprise when somebody's in their sacral um, chakra, they or their and their solar plexus, they they feel no purpose. They're they're lacking mm. in in a purpose. Um, you know, people have passions in life, and that's great. You know, passions, wants, needs, those are all you know um, good. But actually, understanding your purpose, and I think that's a lot of people come for chakra readings and start to learn about the chakras as a form of kind of self development and self therapy in moments of transition when that, you know, what am I going to do? I'm in an I'm in a job, but I don't really like it. Is this it? Is this mm. all there is? You know, I'm in a relationship and I don't know if this is it. You know, it's a, so it's a, it's common to find um, purpose as, as an outer balance thing um, and the self-love. And then the other one that I also find very interesting is the throat chakra, which is such a powerful energy center mm. um you know it's it's a very it's delicate you know if you think about how you've got this entire big body and all these organs in the trunk and your head on top and then this very narrow space for everything that travels through it's a very intense area mm. um and i i often find imbalance within the this energy center simply because and it's always in women um, because we have been, our voices have been shut down for so long. And, you know, it's a very sad fact that the majority of people who suffer with thyroid issues are women. Yeah. And this is an ancestral trauma. It's not only a, you know, current day trauma. And, you know, even now, you know, I'm, I'm in my 50s. And even now, you know, when I was a kid, so as recent as that, you know, kids were routinely told to shut up. Yeah, you know, yeah, even your yeah. teachers would tell you to be quiet, shut up. You know, yes, if you're making a noise, but if you think about that as an energetic command, yeah. shut that down. It's so damaging. You know, we as as a sex, as a gender, or whatever you want mm. to call it. You know, but it's been shutting down that divine feminine aspect of ourselves as well, which is ridiculously powerful and I, that's one thing that I really love doing is getting people in touch with their divine feminine yeah. man or woman whatever whatever however you identify everybody has mm. a divine feminine yeah. within them which has been suppressed because the divine masculine has been raised up to such great and wonderful heights mm. um, in the recent histories of the world um, that yeah so those are those are common wounds that I find you know in and imbalances that I find mm. that I think we can really um you know and it's when you start opening up and shifting those energies everything else then springs to life so when you release the inner goddess your divine femininity mm. suddenly your intuition is that you know has that clarity and if you think about it, the root chakra, that's masculine, very practical, grounded. Mm. Sacral is all, you know, sexy movement and beautiful mm. creativity. That's your juicy feminine. Masculine in the solar plexus, that's your power center. Mm. The heart is loving. And then the throat is a masculine. And the, fem and the feminine, again, is up here at the third eye. So you can kind of attribute. And then the, 
the crown chakra is just divine and godlike so we have no you know gender or masculine feminine or yin yang or solar lunar whichever way you like to put mm. it to attribute to that but finding that balance between the masculine and the feminine energies within us all is another really important um way of of healing and finding balance in your energy body but also in your life you know it's, it's why when you're doing you know tree pose and you're standing on one foot and someone goes why on earth are we just standing around on one foot this well balanced body balanced mind you know it it just all plays through um yeah. in such gorgeous ways it's so interesting to hear that to be honest and i could like feel that fire when you started to talk about the expression especially for women and how we have exactly like shut the voices um and that's one of the biggest reasons why i actually created a podcasting course and it's called rewild your voice oh yes <laughs> yeah because... perfect get your voice out there precisely. exactly and then you heard yeah and the, and exactly for I've always had the passion to for everybody to tell their story because I think obviously a lot of um yeah everybody has a story about their mom never saying what she actually thought or so that there is exactly that divine feminine in in all of us that sheds up for men for example not talking about their emotions or feelings so that's why I'm like everybody just open your mind talk about your story talk about who you are, what you believe in. And um, I think that if I think about my close friends and the, the conversations we have, and especially when it comes to the relationships, and if I think about myself as well, one of the biggest problems has been not able to express what you truly think, what you truly want, what you truly need, because you have yes. that fear of being too much you have the fear of what the other person will think if you say this or that and i think that that throat chakra and expression is also really connected to our sacral chakra and our sexuality of like what are your true needs what are what is the the creativity that wants to come through in you um so it's it's like something that I feel like, okay, this, this, we have to change. Like we have to change the fact. And it's really fundamental stuff, but you know, using the chakras and, you know, for me, it's chakras, yoga and meditation. They, you know, for me, mind, body, spirit, the the mind enjoys the the learning of Mm. an understanding and uh, having aha moments because there's nothing more that lights you up when you have that kind of like realization moment you know the the body enjoys the yoga you connect with it and the and the meditation obviously you know brings you more into your spirit um realm if you like mm-hmm. um but yeah there is nothing more fundamentally important because from that basis then you can go flying off in any direction you want to in terms of your life or just know that and live with that and carry on you know it's yeah it's a huge gift to yourself i feel to know all of this stuff yeah and actually the expression I think it's not just about expressing yourself to others but also when you express and say those things out loud that you yourself are clear like that you understand what you actually want that you are expressing I don't know talking to yourself or recording yourself or journaling that that expression is running through you 
like yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that you are exactly. connected with yourself as well but it's been something that that's so I, I totally agree with you and I think mm. this is why so many people have got trouble because they not only just can they not express it but they don't even know what they're thinking yeah. and I can say that because that was me mm. honestly I hadn't got a clue what my emotional state was um you know you could have asked me how I'm feeling and I go I I don't know I mean, I literally had no vocabulary. I was not in my upbringing or in my schooling or in my, you know, it was just like you just get on with life and you just do, 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 and whatever needed to be done, you got done, you know. And to actually sit back and go, actually, how am I feeling? What do I want? And all you, when you're in that state, all you feel is resistance. So something happens that is not what you want or desire or need. And all you feel is the resistance to it. And you don't understand where that resistance came from. Mm. And then you become, you know, you feel slightly irrational because you're like, I'm really unhappy and I have no idea why, or I'm really frustrated, but I don't know what it is that's yeah. making me feel this way. So learning to, learning the language of expressing yourself can be really, really useful. And it's literally like learning words. I remember a while ago, I, was, I found this great po um, app. It's called How We Feel. It's a really basic, beautiful, cute little app. And you log on and it's got pleasant high energy, pleasant low energy, um, and then uh, pleasant low energy, ple unpleasant high low energy. And, yeah. and it's got these boxes and just gazillions of different words. Mm. And um, and their definition. And so you just click on one and then it gives you a little thing. And I just, I always recommend that to people who are, who are thinking that they, you know, they have difficulty expressing because it just gives you, gives you options. You go, am I tired? Am I irritable? Mm. Am I, you know, frustrated? What am I today? Because as soon as you name it, it can then you can then begin to let go of it and pass through. But I love that you're teaching people to podcast because that is that is a really great skill to have, just to be able to come on and just just talk. And I love your kind of stream of consciousness um Thank you. you know, podcast. I think they're really beautiful and well done. So you're a very good advert for yourself. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's really kind words and feels always really, really good. And I have to say, like from my journey, I always felt that expression has been something all like, yeah, I think it's the right word. Expression has been something that close to my heart. Um, my mom always said like, oh, you were like writing on a notebook before you actually knew how to write. So I was just oh, like, yeah, making like, you know, <laughs> scrambles there, yeah. noodles. And ever since I was small, I always recorded myself on video and just like, yeah, recorded myself without really understanding, you know, why. But now it comes really clear to me that I feel like part of, if I can say my purpose is to to express and teach others to express because the connection that I have found with myself through just practicing expression is a gift that when mm. I start to feel anger or frustration or whatever feeling, I can stop myself and understand straight away where that feeling is coming from through expression. I can just literally ask myself, okay, where is this anger coming from? And then I can say, well, because he said this and that triggered that. And then it goes like 
little by little and then I find the main reason why and like you said then it's just the feeling disappears but if you don't know the root cause and if you can't really explain to yourself and you just feel that this feeling is overwhelming you it can be very like feel stuck like you feel stuck and and not knowing what to do where to put this feeling and that's why I guess we have created some certain like survival mechanisms and nowadays if I see that someone is doing whatever kind of survival mechanism or getting overwhelmed or frustrated with their feelings I just know that I'm not taking it to myself anymore I'm just like calm and just like can we just talk about it the way that the other person is capable to do it Mm. because some Mm. of us and especially I think happens to be so that males or men don't really find the words even to express their feelings like you said they don't have the vocabulary to even say I'm feeling this way it's just Mm. like I don't like when you do that or something it's like okay but deeper into Mm. it is not even possible because there is that blockage of not knowing how (laughs) yeah yeah exactly I mean it's all very well having the having the intention to do it in the you know to want to speak but if you don't know how to and you don't have the the vocabulary as you say then you're you're stuck and you know as you're saying that I'm just thinking it's so absurd you know as women we sit here going you know what the sort of and I'm when I was talking about the throat chakra Mm -hmm. and all the damage has been done there over time you know what the patriarchy has done for women is one thing but what the patriarchy has done for men is another thing this expectation of them that they've got to be strong and they've got to provide Mm -hmm. and they've got to be emotionally you know guarded and Mm -hmm. shut off and they've just got to you know and I think as especially as Europeans, um, there's been that kind of, you know, we are in charge, you know, we are the, the you know, the empire, you know, and there's been a lot of empires, not just the English, French and mm. Spanish all over the world. Um, it's been a very power over. And, and I think that hangover for men is, is incredibly damaging. It's yeah. incredibly damaging. And I think that there are a lot of men out there who feel like, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm white, I'm middle class, I've got a good education, I've got a job, like why, you know, I've got the dream supposedly, but mm. actually deep down I'm deeply unhappy, deeply unfulfilled. Um, and then that spurts out in different ways, usually onto partners or yeah. into work or into drink or, you know, any number of things. So, you know, the, it's not just women who've suffered at the hands of the patriarchy, I feel. So. It's very true and mm. I have to say that sometimes when I read these like very feminist posts on Instagram and or see like in TikTok like a video when someone's saying like you know bringing aspects of why they're not happy with what another man did or something I always am like yeah but to blame another person or in this in this case blame a sex or gender is not going to bring us anywhere to understand mm. just that the system is the thing to blame, not yeah. a person or gender. And yeah. that it's not, it hasn't been easy for, for, for anyone. <laughs> just that the system has been 
like sucking real bad and that needs to be, that needs to be changed oh my god that's putting it so lightly and I feel like we're on the verge of getting political so we better yeah. bring it back to <laughs> haul it back to more some more spiritual yeah, yeah 100% but no I think this is this is important to find expression and mm. uh especially what you mentioned earlier on about um that body also that your body is communicating constantly to you that I used to also be sometimes that when I get a symptom I first thought about is it a virus is it a bacteria who did I get it from where did I get it from and nowadays of course I still do believe there is viruses and bacteria and infections and all of that but Mm. I'm always asking myself what does this body part or this ache is trying to tell me what does this pain is trying to tell me and exactly like you said about uh, knees being like your heart is going one way and your legs yeah. are going another way it's like oh yeah true like you you yeah. just realize that like that makes yeah. complete sense or yeah. that if my throat is aching or kind of like I feel that I have a lot of mucus there or something it's like okay is, it, is things flowing have you expressed what you've wanted to say have you like uh is there something that you had a conversation with someone and you just did not say what you wanted to say like to look back what has been mm. present in your life yeah. and that your body is never against you I think that's yeah. something that it's, I thought myself yeah yeah no it's always just giving you information yeah. and and I like to sometimes describe the the chakras relationship with with creating mm. dis-ease within the body is like it will give you signals it yeah. will give you hints you know it'll start off with a little tingle here and a little tingle there and if you keep ignoring it it is like a woman scorned it will be like okay all right you didn't listen so here it comes you know, and and I experienced this during um, over the last couple of years or so. I had an mm. episode of sciatica, which was which literally stopped me in my tracks because I needed to be stopped in my tracks. Yeah. And then once I got over that, I had this incredible pain in my feet, in my heel. So mm. it was, and also you can relate things left and right. Yeah. So the left side is your feminine side and your right side is your masculine side and not don't take this as gendered this is just energetically wise and I had this real big pain like really painful foot in my heel no good reason and the doctor's like yeah it's just plantar fasciitis I did all the things it wasn't and I kept going to healers going I'm pretty sure it's this thing in my life that I'm and they're like no I don't think so I think it's to do with this or that and the other anyway I finally made a massive shift in my life did what I know I needed to do for for a while and guess what? <laughs> Bam! It had just gone. Yeah, it was just going. We're just going to make it really painful for you to for you to take every single step forward until you change your life. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, I I knew I knew what it was trying to tell me. I was just too scared to believe it. And so mm-hmm. listening, listening is good. The other thing that I always find is a really good question to ask somebody if they have earache because earache's mm. quite a kind of kid-like thing we don't really as adults get earache but if you do get an earache ask yourself the question what is it that I do not want to hear yeah yeah you know there's all of the you know if you have an eye issue if you have you know conjunctivitis or something you know what is it that I'm not seeing what is it that I don't want to see what is it that I'm shielding you know bleh. 
there's yeah. there's always a really interesting question to you know ask a, a, a part of your body mm. you know I do a lot of exercises um sometimes in my in my course and in my classes and I say right you're going to go around your body mm. and you're going to pretend like you're a part of your body so you go hi I'm hips and I feel I feel stuck or I feel mm. stiff or you know hi I'm your knees and I feel whatever yes. you know and literally just through you need to kind of meditate get into your body really really ask the question you know how do your feet feel how do your hands feel you know and then and then ask that question then how does that reflect in your life there's so many wonderful ways to use the body to interpret your life because it is holding everything and I mean we could get into quantum physics now if you really wanted to because (laughs) everything is energy and everything that's ever experienced that you've experienced in your life is held in your body in the cells in the energy within your cells so yeah yeah. and you talked about also generations so that's Mm. like a thing the other thing is that those generational emotions traumas happenings are held in your cells your DNA Mm. which is crazy <laughs> i know and i read somewhere the other day that um ptsd proper ptsd the kind of which our grandfathers and great-grandfathers experienced in the world wars um uh does actually can shift can change can alter dna mm. so we are not only we are we <laughs> literally been passed down and that generation, especially the First World War generation, the ones that made it back, um, you know, they never talked about it. Exactly. They just internalized the whole thing. So, yeah, we, we, we have a lot of ancestral stuff to deal with. And I think, again, it's another shift that's happening now is yeah. that people are actually beginning to understand that, that is a thing. Yeah. And it's not just people who work in energy. This is therapy work. You know, this is like, doctor type therapy people mm. who are who are saying this is really an important part of our inner work yeah um, and I think it's so important to find that compassion towards your body because I've you know I think it's the one of the most saddest things to witness if someone is like blaming their body or exactly like or culture has also put us to to be some certain format you know you are beautiful if you look like this or if you wear this and that and yeah. it's like our body didn't come here to look good for someone <laughs> you know like what the hell or even to ourselves all yeah. body came here to serve or like major needs which was like or heart is pumping, or blood is running, or brain is working, like, to to make us survive. That's our yeah. body's job, to make us and survive. And to allow us to have an experience, to allow yeah. us to enjoy life. And if we're holding ourselves back, just because we don't like the look of our ankles or something, you know, it's like... Yeah, or constantly trying to change your body. Oh, I need yeah. to lose these pounds, or I need to change my nose to look this, or my lips to look that. I obviously say that if you struggle with something and and really really feel like this is not you and you want to change something go for it I'm I'm not Mm, saying that you shouldn't but the thing is that if you have this excessive feeling that your body is somehow wrong Mm. and and like it's like yeah but it wasn't made to to look good for you or others like it just 
made you to survive in here and your body's doing goddamn good job to wake you up every morning and to make you walk to make you see to make you hear like your body's doing a lot of stuff for you (laughs) so it will be very nice tomorrow i think the body's like and where's my appreciation so well this brings brings us back to that aspect of self-love yeah you know and and self self self-acceptance which is so important and you know i mean we we all there's always going to be a little part of us that doesn't you know that doesn't satisfy our dream thing but you know there's something I mean if you think about anybody that anybody that you really love so I don't know your sister your best friend Mm. your boyfriend your partner whatever like you love them completely but there is something about them that really pisses you off (laughs) (laughs) or something that you find really unappealing like they've got a really gnarly big toe or something you know (laughs) there's nobody has but the fact is that you love them with your whole heart nonetheless exactly and so why can't you love yourself yes okay so maybe you're you know you're not the perfect weight or you don't like your belly or you don't you know you wish you were taller or something you know it people still love you and so you can love yourself give yourself permission to, to do that it's a really important um it's a very important part of being human is to just go, actually, I'm, I'm okay. You yeah. know, I'm not, not pleased with myself, but I love myself because this is where I live 24 seven. Exactly. You know, yeah. You're the you ultimate to... roommate. You've got to live with it. So yeah. Well you have right to make it. your body feel at home or like feel, feel peaceful with yourself. I think that's honestly when life starts to get real good, when you just start to accept who you are, also accept what happened in the past, what kind of, so to say, cards you were given and to just take this life as an experience. Like Mm. when you just take that bit of a pressure away that I should do X, Y, and Z, should look this and that way, should this and that, and start to just question exactly what you said before, what is it that I really want to experience beyond Mm. having work and maintaining friendships and relationships and living it's like what do I really want to experience and I think we all have that space if we just want to build life towards that but the thing is that we don't many of us doesn't question that many of us doesn't even have the bravest to think that we have the possibility to experience almost anything I say that most of western people have the possibility to make up their lives look almost exactly how they want it to look. And yeah. it's a huge privilege. And mm. that's why I feel like I, even though I'm only 24, I have this huge passion constantly, not to make my life better, but to make it feel like I'm enjoying every single day. Even though it's a shitty day, even though something shit happened, I can either just laugh it off or cry it off and just like, you know, to just be, okay, real shit happened. And like, so what, you know? And to just have a bit lightness and understand that eventually we all going to vanish, right? Like eventually we all going to pass on. So Mm -hmm. how you look today from the mirror does really not matter. But how you, how you going to like, um, not act but like exactly not react on things but more of an act on things of like okay shitty day should we get an ice cream or shitty day let's call my best friend like to just have that 
not merging into and welling into what it used to be, what it should be, but more of a like, what is today that I can make a life a gift? Like appreciate this gift of life, appreciate the gift of me being here. Um, and yeah, to to yeah. do every single day something that you really love. I think it's that something that the little thing, then you can look back and say, yeah, but every day I did something that I really loved, whether it was little or small. <laughs> yeah. But how did you get so wise and you're so young, <laughs> Jess? Honestly, if you're entire, you know, my, my son is, is older than you and I'm just like, <laughs> I, just, I wish that your entire generation, I mean, that I feel like your generation actually is way more switched on to this mm. kind of stuff than my generation was when I was your age, yeah. you know, for sure. Um, we were just like completely just like didn't know what was going on head in the clouds. Um, mm. And so I think you're, you know, you're a fantastic ambassador for your age. I mean, sorry, that sounds really condescending and I didn't mean to <laughs> sound that way. <laughs> but I just I'm think, thinking. you know, you're speaking such truth and it's so beautiful to hear that. It really is. Mm. Um, and I think that your your aim is to try and spread this is is fantastic. So yeah, thank you. More power to you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And yeah, you know, mm. you never know how many lives you have behind. So that's what I yeah. say. Like in this life, you might be fifteen or sixty-five, but like what lives you have behind and wisdom yeah. you held is is not about the number. <laughs> no, no, it's absolutely not. It's not absolutely not. And I think that it is really important to understand that because you know your energy is is yeah is is come from from somewhere that we don't understand quite as yet but we know that energy we have energy we know that we cannot destroy energy or really create energy mm. uh, we just it just shifts around so um you know that's that's the other wonderful thing to understand about life is that we can you know um shift our energy we can tune mm. in like a radio station tune into whichever frequency we choose to live on mm. and i think that's another big part of that what you were talking about is in you know making a decision to live each day with some joy in it with some um pleasure or you know just some fulfillment of some sort and and you can choose that absolutely mm. it is a it is a choice that we can make and you know some people will be turning us off going absolutely that's not it's not the way it is you know life is hard mm. yeah it is hard but even within that there are choices that you can make that will impact um on a daily 100 yeah. percent. and that thing is something that i feel like nobody told us that it's gonna be easy you know like nobody said yeah. go on earth it's gonna be really easy <laughs> i don't think yeah. nobody promised you that like no um this is a challenge but i think that it's something that nothing really beautiful comes easy also i feel like um when it's when you're really learning and you can find the beauty on just that experience itself with yeah. it all of like, false and good sides and um yeah find that certain balance on like how can I how can I bring balance into my life I think that's that's a really great question and I actually wanted to ask you like do you have an, any like tip for like is there one or a few tips that you would say to keep that chakra system kind of balanced is there a ways that you can check in obviously maybe meditation but is there any other ways that you can kind mm. of maintain that certain balance in your chakra system 
Um, gosh, I mean, yeah, there are so many different ways. You know, if you have a yoga practice, then when you're practicing, you can really kind of tap in. But I think probably the, the simplest way of doing this, because you can do this when you're driving, when you're going to sleep, when you're meditating, mm. just like whenever, just walking along, is the affirmations. And um, I think I've recently done an affirmation. I don't know. I, there are loads of affirmation meditations mm. on my podcast. But however going through each of the affirmations for each of the chakras and just saying it to yourself and listening for how it lands mm. because you know if you imagine sometimes when you're when you drop a stone into into water and it just goes and it just goes in without a splash and it just like mm, really mm. satisfying like a like a round peg in a round hole just sits nice and then you've got the one that goes splashy or that doesn't quite you know th- as you say these affirmations, so at the base, it would be along the lines of, and you can adapt them how you feel, but I am strong, safe, stable, and secure. So you say that, I am strong, safe, stable, and secure, and you say it a few times, and you feel into it, and you say, how true does that feel? Mm-hmm. Which bit of that feels right and true? Which bit of it is my guide, guidance, my higher self going, Mm-mm, don't think so, mm-hmm. don't feel particularly safe right now? Um, you know, so so this is the this is a sort of an inner dialogue where you're asking the question of your body, sending your attention to your root, and allowing your intuition, your higher power, your higher self to kind of listen for the validity and the, for for the veracity of that statement, and then um, you can come up into the sacral chakra, and you know I am passionate, creative. Um, I am enough is mm. one that I use. I am enough. That's mm. one that kind of built, encapsulates the whole of the that sacral area. And if you're not feeling enough, then you can explore why. And I feel like when you're working with the chakra energy, um, awareness is the number one thing you need. So having that awareness. So uh, if we do the um, solar plexus chakra, that for me, I use I am empowered. Mm. So, you know, in that we don't want to be overpowering or underpowered. We want to be empowered. And that's such mm. a beautiful. So, again, you say that to yourself and you will instantly know whether that sits right with you or not. I am loved and loving. Is it the heart chakra? That's mm. usually one that we feel fairly. We usually pass that one with flying colors. Um, at the throat is I am worthy. You know, but you could also say, I speak my truth. I connect with my truth. I am, um, you know, there's, I live authentically. You know, there's a lot of different um, affirmations. And you, mm-hmm. if you start looking them up, there are quadrillion on, on Google. You know, you look them up online. But the one I use is I am worthy. And, you know, it's I'm worthy to speak my truth. I'm worthy, worthy of being creative. I'm worthy of manifesting what I need in my life or what I want. Um, I am worthy of of speaking up, of using my voice. You know, there's a there's a lot of worth, courage that lives here. So um, that, and then I am guided by my intuition, or I am connected to my truth, or I am guided by my higher self. You know, so that's at the third eye. Does that ring true? Does that mm-hmm. sit with you? Um, and then uh, at the top, or I'm divided, guided by divine consciousness or something like that. And then for the crown chakra, I use I am connected. I mean, it's just really basic, basic stuff. 
because this is your connection to your higher power, to your belief system, to spirituality, to oneness, to wholeness, to mm. unity, to belonging, all of that. Are you, con- I feel connected. You know, so many of us, I think, especially in busy, busy city world, we don't feel particularly connected. No. You know, and so again, like, okay, so I'm connected. Does that ring true? Well, not really. Okay, so how how would be the easiest, most straightforward way that I can find connection? Mm. Would it be to sit down and meditate and or pray or, um, you know, do some volunteer? I don't know, like any number of things just to be a part of bigger picture like if you live on your own and you feel lonely and you say am I connected no then you know go out and join a community gardening scheme or something you know anything that makes you feel more that way so yeah that's that would be my quick wasn't Mm. a very quick tip sorry but that's my quickest one that I've got (laughs) I think that's my head yeah really good exactly affirmations I think because you could also write them in your journal or in like a post-it and just put it somewhere and remind yourself all the time I am safe I am safe it's like I know that from the beginning I remember when I started work with affirmations it's like when you say something like I love myself it does not feel like true to you and you exactly like your body resist it but when you keep mm. saying that it starts to become more and more true to you and now mm. I just like recall what I wanted to mention earlier when we talked about nobody promised that the life is easy it's kind of also this that we have through advertisements and tv series and all kind of movies from for example the movies that are shown for kids is like created this dreamy world where it's just like mm. happy people and and happy marriages and all of that. Yeah, and yeah. also when you say those those words, they don't maybe also sink because you have certain expectations of what life should be like mm. and how you should be like. And then when you start to like change and say these affirmations, it starts to like change your belief system, which I think that that's yeah, when it starts exactly. to come more and more connected to the actual uh, body, mind, soul connection. Yeah. And I think, you know, doing affirmations has a has a kind of dual purpose. Mm. So on the one side, you know, I've given it to you as an exercise to to find out where you are energetically Mm. wise and what you need to work on. But the other side of it, of course, is that you say it until you're blue in the face and it sounds like you're speaking some, you know, language you've never heard of before. But your energetic body, your subtle body, your inner voice hears it Mm, and it doesn't know whether it's truth or not your brain can't actually discern a lot of the time between what you're you know what you're telling yourself as reality and and actual reality Mm. so if you go around saying um you know I am enough I am enough and your mind's going no but you're not because it's a little bitch up there sometimes (laughs) um but the but you've, that eventually gets bored and toddles off to do something else. Mm-hmm. But what hears is your is your energy body is your is your vibration because the resonance of it it doesn't know the truth of of you know so it's hearing the truth which is I am enough yeah. and then it begins to sink in and then lo and behold yeah and you suddenly begin to you say that and you're actually yeah god damn it I am enough Happy exactly days. yeah. yeah. There is that belief system and your nervous system like learned everything from your childhood. And I think that's like something that's very, very interesting. Um, And maybe the biggest lesson that I've learned through my spiritual journey and therapy journey is like you are kind of a product of your childhood and your like young 
how you say your teenage years and mm-hmm. also exactly like your ancestral like what is already held in your body and therefore all the symptoms that or the diseases or everything that you're facing or the struggles it's it's easy to blame yourself or easy to mm. blame some certain one aspect or thing but I think the truth is much deeper than that and mm. the compassion is the biggest key and to just get curious of like like we talked yeah. before what is my body trying to tell me about this yeah. I am I'm holding this trauma or this disease which is coming up again and again what is it trying to tell me how can mm. I speak and welcome that thing like you said talking to your body parts or or saying hello I'm the hips to just say okay welcoming in all the anger issues I have what are you trying to tell me what what is the triggers that comes in and not trying to push 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 away I guess mm. when you push away and you just t- take a pill or you ease ease your your uh, symptoms, the root cause will never go away. Um, mm. To to really sit down with the things is damn scary, but I think yeah. every time when you sit down with them, you're like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Or like you were yeah. just about that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this is this is the work. This is the this is the challenge is mm. of inner work is to actually start the self inquiry. And, mm. and it can be the most terrifying thing. You're just like, it's, it's like a big old chest that's been shut in the corner of the room for your entire life. And you're like, I don't know what's in there. Yeah. It could be a monster for all I know. It could be a load of spiders. I don't think I want to open it. But you kind of, you know, you will thank yourself. Sometimes you open it and there are a few spiders, but, you know, they're usually more afraid of you than you are of them. So you've just got to kind of, you know, <laughs> get on with it. Um, yeah, no, that self-inquiry is the key. And that's why I love using the chakras, because mm-hmm. I think they give you a guided tour through exactly. that internal dialogue, through that self-inquiry. It gives you a nice structure. So it feels safer in a way. Mm-hmm. It feels you know, not so like, where on earth do I start? I have no idea yeah. how to even begin this process. Um, and, you know, that's that in itself is you know, overwhelming. So, yeah, I think that it's, it's um, listening to this kind of podcast is also... 100%. <laughs> of course, going to help. Go and listen to Passion Break and Chakra Away every day. Yes, absolutely. Fascinators <laughs> every day. <laughs> so to wrap up this episode, I just wanted to ask you, um, what is it exactly that you offer that the listeners know what are your offerings or services? And um, if you can include into that, how often do you think that it's kind of good to check into your chakras either the like especially through with a person like you who knows how to read the chakras or is there any okay. recommendation on how many times that should be oh good to do God, how many times <laughs> I mean I think that's a bit of a piece of string question mm. and I think that's you know whenever you feel like you you you're feeling like there's a shift you're feeling like there's something not quite um there you kind of want to explore then that's it's time to to have a check-in and see right. what's going on um in terms of my offerings obviously I have the podcast which is free I have chakra readings which is available on my podcast on my website and then I have a big juicy chakra course which is mm. um which used to be a group course that we used to rush through in eight weeks and I've now I'm adapting that so that it's a one-to-one 
ongoing so seven month course so it's mm. you take it really nice and slowly and it's there's content but there's also the main part is just is conversation um going through the stuff and doing initially a big fat chakra reading um and then just working through each of the chakras just finding out where your particular thing is because the way I used to teach it was to teach a group of people this is what the root chakra means but actually what I've realized that it's much more valuable to do it one-on-one so we have that chakra reading that's our blueprint that we go from Mm. and then we go through the chakras we understand what's going on in all of them you learn all the techniques and then coming out the other side you're probably feeling good you're probably feeling so good that you could do your own chakra reading without (laughs) me but if you need to we'll do another one um so yeah and I offer um uh yeah so there's the the course which is which has been morphing into this this offering that I think is more valuable and it is longer um you know I used like I say I used to rush through in two weeks two months and that's too 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 quick so Mm. those are my offerings at the moment I'm sure I've forgotten something but you know meditations conversations chakra readings chakra learning guidance guidance through this whole thing yeah. right and you had also some free resources in your website right you had like a yoga yeah. lesson and something else yeah uh, there's the affirmation meditation mm-hmm. which given our, our chat mm-hmm. would be good so affirmation meditation um i think there's a, a yoga class on there and um oh, there's something else what is it oh i know there's the um there's a there's a talk that i did a webinar that i did on breath work because I, mean, I haven't even mentioned breath work and the power of the breath but yeah I mean just a just a little thing just the breath um there's a there's a there's a workshop on breath work pranayama as well which is which is really lovely yeah. love that yeah so I will link yeah. link all of them so people can go and check oh, yeah, it out I haven't said it. I should tell you the name of the podcast the, the website rather it's um chakra-way.com chakra-way.com perfect beautiful Thank you so much, Roseanne, for the chat. It's been lovely to talk to you and super interesting to hear all of this. And obviously we could just keep going for hours. (laughs) It's been great. Thanks so much, Jess.